pleasure coming to you live here on multiple media streams. Happy 4th of July, Independence Day for those in the U.S. And I'm, uh, yes and amen is the ministry name. Thank you for tuning in. And um, we pray that the word of God will make a difference in your life, increase, grow, and prosper your life. Let's start with the word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you that we receive the fullness of your inheritance in Jesus Christ, that your word makes all the difference in our life when we obey and serve you, when we hear you and come into agreement and under your authority. We thank you that as Christ is seated in heavenly places, we are up under the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, that we operate under the authority that he rendered over 2000 years ago upon the earth. And he said that these things and greater uh, you will do. And so we operate under the principle that we are yielded vessels unto you. We operate under the fact of of as being led by your Holy Spirit, touching our spirit. And we function under the authority of what your word says and how your guidance comes into play. And we thank you for today. We thank you for the word that's going forward right now, blessing your people, blessing new people, blessing all people. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. Amen. All right, on today, we want to share a, a uh, simple word, I believe. I believe it is. Um, but there's a lot of complexities involved within it in uh, Matthew 8 and 9. And it says, and I'll go ahead and read it. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible here. We'll, we'll read it and then we'll expound upon it. Um, on today, we walk in authority. <clears throat> and who are you subject to? That's what we're going to share and talk about. Mm, so here it says, under eight and nine, for I am a man subject to authority of a higher rank with soldiers subject to me and I say go and I say to one go go and he goes and to another one come and he comes and to my slave do this and he does it <laughs> so there's a lot here and let's look at the pretext. And before we look at the pretext and the post-text, I want to share a little bit of insight here. We have a Roman centurion who is before Christ, and he has a need. He has a very specific need uh, that one of his servants, glory to God, be restored and renewed and be made whole, I believe it is. 
a man. He he's not in a position. His servant is not in a position to serve. And so this is a Roman uh, man of authority, pagan. He was under a pagan regime. And so as we view the context of, of what's going on, this man understands about authority. And one might say he uh, heard through the grapevine about this um, man of God, of the Hebrew people, and I'm sure he heard about him teaching and rendering authority given to him by his father in heaven. And it probably came back to him, come and see this man, this man who is out and he's operating in authority, representing the God of heaven and earth and the one true God. And one would imagine that the centurion heard the, the news and you see the Romans are, are multi-God, multi-polytheistic, uh, right? And, and so they're hearing word about this man who's laying hands on the sick raising the dead, delivering folks from demonic oppression. And Jesus is teaching and he's talking uh, to the masses and says, you know, these things that I do is because the father has shown me and taught me and the reports were going back and forth. And, you know, he, he healed on the Sabbath. He went forward and, uh, and it looks like the Sanhedrin is battling him. But we believe that he's up under a higher authority, laying hands on the sick and they recover, food for the hungry. And so the centurion had need and he understood. He said, I am a man subject to authority. You're in a dangerous place if you're in the body of Christ, and you're not subject to authority of a higher degree, especially the higher you go within the body of Christ, the higher you operate accountability and in, in, in your authority and that accountability that goes with it is increasingly important. And we see the centurion here, he understood the the division of authority he understood that how he operated and he was commissioned by the roman army commission he had gotten to a level that he was in charge of at least a hundred men <laughs> and so when we see here he's calling on jesus because he had heard. And let's talk about authority and operation. If you're in the body of Christ and you're not under uh, the cover of operation among men, and then you're not operating in the absolute authority of God, you're in a dangerous spot. And you can say, you know, I'm operating directly from God and under God and his authority, and I'm not 
accountable to men on the earth that have the same belief system, that have the same choice and savior and that of, <coughs> of Jesus Christ. If you're serving and you're in leadership by yourself and you're not under the umbrella of cover, it is indeed a dangerous place. And so when the centurion sent for Jesus, he knew that Jesus operated in, in a higher authority. And he called it, right? And, and Jesus was amazed at the faith of this man and, and as the fact that he was a pagan. He understood the operation just as we need to as believers. We need to understand that we operate on the earth as heaven dictates and as God renders instruction in series instruction. We see Abraham when God told him to take his son to the Valley of Moriah. Abraham submitted to that higher authority and he had to believe God. And so the centurion exercises that same fundamental faith of understanding of authority and, and so we see here, right, in, in 7, 8 and 7 of Matthew, Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Let, let's go back up a little bit here. So Jesus is already doing the work, and he just got finished healing some lepers, right? And and let's let's look at around 5. And as Jesus went into Capernaum, a centurion came up to him, begging him for help. And so he understood the centurion, right? He had a higher echelon. <coughs> he was under the authority and submitted to leadership from above down. He served unwavering. He took on the, the doctrine and the teaching of the Roman legion and the Roman army. And so he understood that he was accountable to people that were above him to get the mission done. And because his servant was paralyzed and, and, and just that resource was not able to serve. And there's two things <coughs> that you look at in the vein of of leadership and 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 subject to authority in the in the Roman centurion well centurion he understood that right a centurion means a hundred yeah is it century yeah and so he called out hey man I need your help right so as a man in authority you have a area or a domain of authority and you can think of it like eminent domain right uh and, and when i say eminent domain is when a government entity secures or overtakes secures property for the overall good of that that entity and so he had sold out himself up under the authority of operating in the roman army the centurion did 
but he had called upon Jesus. The unique and different thing about this was he was a pagan. And so how many of you that are operate in authority under God, hold yourselves accountable to God in a vertical relationship, but then there's a horizontal action toward all men. And God expects, right, as as this centurion, he had other colleagues that, that were of equal rank and camaraderie where they held each other accountable leadership, a different vein of authority and, and accountability up, and then serving downward <clears throat> toward your, your, the very resource, the very people that make you successful. As a believer, those fundamental concepts of serving up, horizontal relationship, and then serving beneath they're key to a believer, they're key to a disciple. They're key to how we are to access and have authority on the earth. And so he needed whomever this resource was to complete the mission. And so his heart toward that area was preoccupied until he could get his concern and the issue resolved. And so he says here, as Jesus went, amen, the centurion begged for him, man, look, man, I need you. I need your help. You can't ever be in a position of authority and not assess your situation where in which is out of your span of control. He realized that his higher ups and the people in authority above him did not have the resource and the capability to heal. And so he went to the source of, of Jesus because he had heard his information and his communication. He needed to validate. And, and from the result, I would even venture to say that he probably even saw Jesus in action. And so he needed him. He needed him to come. He needed him to perform a miracle. He understood his authority. He understood the resources at his immediate disposal. How many of you understand the resources that you have at hand in God and others around you and then below your span of authority, those that you serve? And so six and saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed with intense and terrible <clears throat> tormenting pain. And so the soldier understood as being a part of the Roman legions, a Roman army, he understood victory unwavering. He understood. He had a mindset of getting the mission done. Do you have a mindset toward getting the things of God done, getting the things that are needed accomplished for those, whether it's your children, uh, whether you're in the workplace, 
and really capturing what the need is to make and to impact your environment from a better standing. And so I, I submit to you that this centurion understood that. He understood that he had a man that was down, a servant that was down, and that he needed him. And he had heard through the logistical chain of communication that there was one that could heal. And I will venture to say that he even saw the actions of Jesus to verify. And so God sits before us, choices that we must make, things that we must do to weigh the decision of the results and outcome. He sets before us the areas of blessing and the areas of curses, and we have to pick and we have to choose. Even a man who is of the world and a pagan realizes that he needs the right outcome and the right results to help continue and to complete the mission. And so the centurion understood authority. He understood the dominion seat of action from the natural. And somehow he understood it and applied it to the spiritual. And so he knew that Jesus was the right person to talk to. He knew that Jesus walked in a higher authority as representing God upon the earth, the son of man, the son of God. And he knew that, that Jesus by his name and by his authority could get the job done as a leader as a man, you must understand what resources you have at your disposal. Not only that, but how to engage them, how to implement them for the success of those that are around you. This, I submit to you, this centurion was a successful leader. He understood and he carried the full weight and the authority of those that were up above him down. Well, if you're, you can't function in the fullness of the authority that God has given you, if you can't follow him first, you must be a follower. Amen. That, that's like three points I've shared. You must be a willing follower of the things of God. You must be surrendered and submitted to not your will from the natural, but to all the resource and all the capabilities that God has trained you, right? This was a trained man of war. The resources had been provided for him to be trained um, as a operational ground infantryman. It had been rendered for him as a leader and a servant leader to his men, he had the confidence of his leadership up and colleagues on a, on, on a uh, uh, horizontal and then vertical down, the confidence of those that were beneath him. Man, he was out and he was talking to a Hebrew about getting his servants saved uh, from uh, pain, from being paralyzed and et cetera. And so he took a chance right there 
being a member of the Roman higher ups, but he captured Jesus, man. He talked with him. He chased him down. I need your help. I got a servant. He's out of whack. He's messed up. I'm concerned because he's under my authority and, and, and I, I have to answer for him and I need him functional. His, his love for the people beneath him and the expectation of his leadership above, up above him forced him to a place to think outside of the box, to think about those things that are out of the absolute normal and that he needed to do and achieve. And so after he had shared the message of what the need was to Jesus, Jesus answered him back here in 8 and 7, in Matthew 8 and 7. Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Right? Jesus said, man, I'm going to come and heal him. Right? And then the, the centurion replied to him, Lord, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof, right? I'm, 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 I'm a pagan. I'm, I'm not worthy, man. I, I, man, we have orgies. We do all kind of stuff, right? But only say the word. He understood authority and walking in authority enough. He said, man, you just need to say the word. You, you don't even need to be there. You just need to say the word. I'm a man up, up under authority, right? There's people that have given me authority down. And then that authority that I take, based on the mission and the strategic move, I implement action and tell him to go, him to come, him to serve, him to go and serve. He understood that. That's a spiritual principle that we all have and can operate in up under the authority of who God is in our life. And this man of pagan origin understood that very well. He understood that authority in the atmosphere of command, what things you bound on earth are bound in heaven, what things you release in heaven is released on the earth. He understood that. For I also am a man subject to authority of a higher rank. I am rendered, I am sacrificed, Officially submitted to God that is above me in the name of Jesus. The centurion said, Hey, I'm I'm submitted, man. I'm submitted to the committee. I'm submitted to the to the Roman Congress. I'm submitted to every order that's handed to me to do it with all diligence, with all faithfulness, not wavering. Can you say that? about the orders handed down to you from God, the commands, the commands, glory to God. And he said, with soldiers subject to me, right? He, he gave Adam 
to be subject and have dominion and authority over the earth to name the creatures. And so there's things on the earth that are subject to you. Will you operate the way God has called you? Will you operate in those sacred areas that God has entrusted you? Amen. And if he, if he hasn't entrusted you, be obedient over the little things. He'll make you ruler over many. He'll make you ruler over those things. The, the, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And so God needs you. He needs you to operate up under the authority, just like what the centurion issued out, just like what the centurion um, tried to quantify from the cardinal aspect. He tried to let him know, man, I understand. I tell men to go and they go and I tell another to come and they, and he comes and he comes and to my slave, do this. And to my slave, he'll do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those who were with him, I tell you, truthfully, I have not found such faith as this with anyone in Israel. I say to you that many Gentiles will come from the east and the west and will sit down to feast at the table and enjoy God's promises with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven because they accept me as savior. Amen. Will you accept Jesus as savior over your life? Will you come up under the authority and operate in the faith that will move mountains out of your way. Don't look to the left, amen. Don't look to the right. Glory to God, submit yourself. Come up under the authority. Fall up under the mighty hand of God. And in due season, he will exalt you. In due season, he will lift you up. In due season, keep praying, keep commanding, the things of heaven and the earth to come to pass. Glory to God. Excuse me. Keep moving so that you can operate as a centurion. Glory to God. I am a man subject to authority. And Jesus was so impressed by this pagan by this man of, of the Roman legions, a centurion who understood, and he, he grabbed Jesus at the forefront of, of wherever. So that tells me he was watching Jesus. And so I want to tell you, keep your eye on the prize. Lay aside the ways, lay aside those things that can easily beset you and press forward, press into the things of God, move into the things of God, walk into the authority that he's given you and that he has granted you. Look not to the left or to the right. Look to the hills. Look to the high place. Look to that place. Surrender yourself 
under the mighty hand of God. He will exalt you. He will lift you up in due season. Man, that's the word. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you that this word is being heard around the world. It's being heard by believers. It's being heard by new folks that are looking for answers about authority. We walk in the spiritual authority handed to us under the authority of Jesus Christ. And that in the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. And we thank you, Father, for today. We thank you for liberation through um, the 4th of July. We thank you for liberation through really your spiritual realm and you have given us freedom you have given us life and that more abundantly and so we thank you father we glorify you and we lift you up in the mighty name of jesus glory to god that's the word on today we don't want to prolong you amen be blessed in the mighty name of jesus